0: high schools. Paul's
1: going to take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25, makes the move to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone.
0: If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it.
2: Number four of my best non-sports sports, wife carrying. It's the full
0: court press with Eric Franson, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan.
2: Hey uh welcome on into the full court press. I'm bringing the music all the way down. Uh just to start the show. In I mean, you heard the news today. It's heartbreaking. Uh school shooting today in Texas. Uh 14 kids, a teacher. Um we we had a mass shooting in up in Buffalo, New York earlier. Uh, it's uh, just I'm sick about it. It's tragic. Uh, I mean, it's hard to do, you know, talk about sports and do uplifting things when stuff like this happens and keeps happening. Um, but, you know, got to be professional. Got to keep pushing on, do the things that uh, we're here to do. And we will. Uh, but it's it's disheartening. It's frustrating. And it's, it's sad. Uh, feel for those families and those people involved. Tragic. (sighs) But anyway, I'm not going to soapbox it, but I just want to take a moment and uh, just express uh, sadness of how this keeps happening. And uh, anyway, it's sad. Uvalde, Texas, uh, school for second through fifth grade, 14 kids and a teacher today. Sad. Uh, okay, so that being said, I wanted to get that out first. A um, couple things I do want to get through today is we've got these NBA playoffs that are going on. We'll take a look at where things are right now in the standings. What's going on tonight? Can Golden State wrap this whole thing up tonight and make it to uh, another NBA Finals for their franchise? Um, the, uh, Boston Celtics, even that series with the heat in the East, but I've got to admit, I, I need to eat a little crow because earlier I said, I've been really enjoying these playoffs. You know, even though the jazz aren't there, it's been kind of interesting and kind of entertaining. Well, that's kind of f- starting to fade <laughs> if I'm honest. Um, and we'll get into some of the numbers here, but, um it's these games are there're a lot of blowouts now that we're into these conference finals and uh i don't know what uh, what can be done if there's any change here or just it's early in in the series and we might see things change the deeper that we go but uh it's kind of stark actually some of the uh the the disparity here in some of these games. I'll get into that. Um, uh, also, it's Tuesday, so that means we share uh, the the stat that blew my mind. And I designate a player of the week. But if there's somebody who stood out to you, it's a great opportunity for you to nominate somebody. Uh, who should we designate as our player of the week this week? Who stood out in their field of competition? Or certain accomplishments or achievements uh, over this past week. And it can be any sport uh, at any level, somebody who stood out to you and what they did. So I've got that who my person, who I've thought of, I'll share who that is coming up. Love to get your nominations on that. On our Guild Mortgage text line, which is open for business and available if you want to chime in. And Agree or disagree with what, uh, what I'm talking about tonight. Always love the audience feedback. 435-339-0321 if you want to chime in on our Guild Mortgage text line um, and, and what's going on, a couple different things uh, with, uh, with some sports. I, I'm, we're going to cover a lot of different topics today. Besides the NBA and their playoffs, I'm actually you may hear some NHL. Playoffs sprinkled into today's show. Um, we've, we've got some high school lacrosse playoffs going on today. Just some reminders about what's going on there. And um, the some club teams for Utah State playing very well and advancing and uh, doing a nice job. And so we'll tell you what's happening there, where, where they are as they compete on a, a more national competition level. And uh, we we talked about lacrosse earlier. We've got two other sports that are involved and are still alive in their playoffs. So I'll give you some information there on those, so we can highlight the the club athletes and what they're doing because that's I have a lot of respect for those that are doing it uh, on the club level because uh, so much of that they have to fundraise or pay their way to uh, be able to compete, to practice, rent a field, get their own equipment, travel. A lot of it is on their own, so it's a, it's a big task. But um, we've, we've had a lot of success here at Utah State with club athletes doing very well and certainly want to highlight them and recognize them for what they're doing. And then finally, one other thing I wanted to touch on, um, you know, there's, we're, we're in this time of, of year now where we're, we're about 100 days to the start of college football or a little bit under that now. And so certain people, other publications, start to do things to, to kind of count down or get ready for college football. Because right now, it's, there's not a lot going on. And until media days happen in July, there's really not a lot of fresh content right now for college football. So it, there's, it's kind of that lone and dreary wilderness of trying to figure things out. And to keep things interesting for those that are really into college football, but there's a couple publications that to try to project a few things. And you know, ESPN, to their credit, they've uh, put together their own little matrix. They've been doing this for a little while. Uh, They call it the SP Plus rankings, and it takes into effect uh, or it factors in returning production. What was your recruiting like? Who did you gain? Who did you lose in the transfer portal? It tries to project a few things like that, uh, and 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 rank every team in college football, one through one hundred and thirty. So where do they have the Aggies? And is this really? Does it really matter? Because we'll look at what they did last year and trying to project where Utah State would be, and then we have the proof in the pudding of what they actually did. So. How much does it really honestly reflect what a team's going to look like? Um, It it doesn't really factor into coaching or a team's development or what their culture is, but uh, just looking at some raw data, which doesn't always tell you the full picture. So uh, take a look look at that and uh, how the rest of the Mountain West or some of our other regional peers appear uh, on that list. So that'll be coming up a little bit later on on the show as well. Uh, 9315, getting us started on our Guild Mortgage text line. Stat that blew my mind is it's been a blank amount of days since the Gary Coleman lookalike was on the show, a.k.a. Elf the IJ. <laughs> Uh Had a conversation with him yesterday. Sounds like he's doing well. And, uh, yeah, we miss him. Wish he was here. But he's he's not. Um Couple. So, one of the things I wanted to mention quickly is that we've got uh, the the girls' lacrosse semifinals going on right now. They just started at four o'clock, and uh, right now it's Bear River, who is the number one overall seed for girls' lacrosse, taking on Skyview. And uh, the games are being played at Judge Memorial High School. And after that game is completed, it will be number seven Waterford. Versus number three, Juan Diego, at six. So we're guaranteed a team from Region 11 will be in the championship coming up on Thursday at uh, Zions Bank Stadium in Harriman. We just don't know will it be Bear River or will it be Skyview? Bear River has been so dominant in girls lacrosse this year um, that they've, they've got to be the odds on favorite. Skyview with the upset at Ridgeline on Saturday. So they've got some mojo. Uh, let's see what they can do uh, today. But should be a really good game uh, at 4 o'clock uh, for the girls' uh, lacrosse in the semifinals. And tomorrow it will be the boys who will play. And in that one at 4 o'clock it's Skyview, who is the number one overall seed, versus Juan Diego. Uh, and again, the game will be at Judge Memorial tomorrow afternoon, starting at four o'clock for that one, and then at six o'clock later that evening, it'll be number two Green Canyon versus number three Ridgeline. So once again, a guaranteed participant in the uh, state championship from Region Eleven uh, could be an all Region Eleven final for the boys. If Skyview were to win, then it would be an absolutely an all Region Eleven championship for the boys lacrosse. And that championship game will be Friday at, uh, once again, at Zions Bank Stadium. Three o'clock is when that game takes place. So we'll definitely be keeping an eye on that and uh, let you know what's going on with our local uh, uh, lacrosse teams for both the boys uh, and the girls as they stay alive and continue to compete in the uh, state championships. So best of luck to those. Uh, those teams and uh, their coaches, their families, and everybody that's part of what's made it to to get them there. It's kind of interesting as lacrosse is a sanctioned sport, a new sanctioned sport uh, growing in the state. Not a lot of schools at the 4A level. Certainly Region 11, very well represented as every school in the region sponsors a team. And it's there's some schools where, yeah, it's, it's a, some growing pains, Introducing a new sport and trying to introduce uh, you know, development programs at the younger younger age groups, um, but uh, but still, it, it's exciting to see it grow and be adopted and um, and to see and give more more students opportunities to compete and to play sports. So, uh, really cool to see how it's come along. While it's others, other programs here in the valley have been doing this for a long time and have had a lot of success at the club level before they became a, it became a sanctioned sport. So certainly they've, they've got a little bit more momentum behind them as it's come into uh, as a sanctioned sport. But uh, still, best of luck to what's going on uh, to, with those teams and those schools that are still in it for uh, lacrosse. With girls today, boys tomorrow. And uh, on tomorrow's show, I'll give you some updates as to what happened and who's advancing and who may be staying home. Uh, but... Looking at these NBA finals, just want to shift to that. Uh, last night it was Eastern Conference game, Eastern Conference Finals, Game Four, Boston one hundred two, Miami eighty two, and and I'll admit earlier I said that I've been enjoying these playoffs, but we really haven't seen competitive basketball in these conference finals, and there's some some numbers some stats here that just part of the what blows my mind but this isn't necessarily the stat that blew my mind but it's it's competing with it so the playoff margin of victory over the last 17 playoff games okay i'm just going to go through it the last 17 playoff games this has been the margin of victory 20 9 6 9 25 25, 11, 33, 28, 13, 14, 27, 9, 3, 39, 30, and 35. That is a lot of blowouts. Uh, The average margin of victory over the last 17 playoff games in the NBA is 19.8. And there's only been a total of seven clutch time minutes. It, the, the games really haven't been very competitive at the end. We've had a couple of games here where um, the, the one of the teams scores as much at, at, at half as a lot of other teams score in a regular quarter. And last night was no different. Miami only scored 11 points in the first quarter. 22 in the second, but they didn't score a field goal until about three minutes into the first quarter. That's really not very exciting. Uh, We've gone almost two weeks of straight blowouts. We really haven't had a competitive to-the-wire game. Now, there's been some runs in the Eastern Conference One way or the other, one that got out, like Miami got way out in front, then Boston tried to come back. Uh, They made it interesting, but they weren't able to sustain it. Then Miami pulled away again. But in that Eastern Conference Finals, how's this? There's been one lead change in the last 165 minutes of play. So what's going on in the Eastern Conference It's almost like one team starts to get that lead and comes out punching, smacks the other team in the mouth, and within a a quarter, the the other team is like, you know what, it's a long series. Let's not go kill ourselves. Let's just get through this one and regroup and and get them on the next one. Which is really shocking to me that in the three-point era, it seemed, we've seen this with Utah. Maybe it's just more a function of the Jazz and their inability to guard on the perimeter. But with the, the potential of a three-point shot, teams can, can claw their way back into a game pretty quickly. They have that potential. But in this series particularly, it's almost like they wave that flag pretty early, put up the white flag, and say, you know what? We'll just get them on the next one. Uh, I mean, it's the series is tied two-two, and you might look at that and say, "Okay, that looks like it's a competitive series," but really, it it hasn't been. Either one team is on and the other team is off, or then they trade the next game and trade places. We really haven't seen a to the wire great game. Part of that is there's you know players are hurt. And we, we don't see full rosters. But, um, and, and that's really unfortunate because these are great teams, great coaches, great culture programs. And I'd love to see a competitive series in the Eastern Conference Finals, but we really haven't. So I'm a little surprised at that, that each game has been such a blowout. But Game 5, that might be different. Because while in the first couple of games it's kind of back and forth, Once we get to Game 5, the the numbers are out there. In a tied series, whomever wins Game 5 is like 75% more likely to win the series overall. So Game 5, I expect to see a lot more urgency out of both teams. But for Miami, you have a bench guy. A guy off the bench who scored more points than your starting five combined in that first half. It's it's nuts. So I'm hoping for more more, uh, more competitive series in the East. In, in the West, Golden State's had Dallas' number. Um, will they get the sweep tonight? Or can Dallas give themselves some glimmer of hope? Uh, game starts at 7 o'clock tonight on TNT. Dallas is favored by a point and a half. So let me ask you, do you give Dallas a chance tonight to at least get one game in this series and at least get a game on their home court? Or has Golden State just been too much for Dallas and they're going to wrap this thing up? 435-339-0321 if you want to weigh in. Um, also, if you want to give a nomination for a player of the week or if you saw a stat that blew your mind, I'd love to uh, have you pass that along. Uh, 5338 on our Guild Mortgage Text line, player of the week, Austin Matthews, last year became the first U.S.-born player to win the NHL Rocket Richard Trophy for most goals in a season, repeated this this year by scoring 60 goals, which is a new single-season franchise record for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Ah, very cool. I like that. Thank you. Uh, I've got some interesting hockey stuff today, so stay tuned for that. Uh 2947. That that well, that's not the only hockey you'll hear today on the show. I've got a, a few more interesting things to pass along. Uh 2947, too much lost revenue with the sweep. I've got to think Dallas takes a W tonight. Aha. <laughs> yes, it's all about the uh NBA making sure that they get the, the, the maximum amount of revenue out of these playoff series. What's interesting is even though Golden State has so far Pretty much dominated this series, and each game has been won by a healthy margin. Uh, the, The viewership is up in these Western Conference Finals. Eyeballs are there. People know, recognize, and love the Golden State Warriors. So when they play well, the NBA does well. And the NBA viewership is up, even though Dallas has been struggling in this series. Uh, two nine four seven adds. Uh, how often has a conference finals been a sweep? It'd be interesting to know. Mm, that that is interesting. I'll see if I can find out. It's happened on occasion. Jazz did it, uh, twenty years ago or more against the Lakers. Um, but uh, it it has been done, but not with much regularity. That's a really good question. I'll, I'll see if we can get to the bottom of that before the show is over. Uh, six three nine one. East Finals may be tied 2-2 but Boston has won 9 of 12 quarters. Yeah, isn't that nuts? Like the Boston Celtics have only had a, a, a few bad quarters. And they have been tied or have won every other quarter in the series. But those quarters that have been bad have been really bad. <laughs> really bad. So, uh it's it's kind of surprising. It's I, I think that that uh, that is credit to Miami for even though they have been equal to or behind in the majority of quarters, they've still won two games. So they have uh, been able to strike when the iron is hot, and take advantage of momentum when it's been in their favor. So give Eric Spolstra and that crew favor or uh, <laughs> credit where where it's due. Uh 2947. Eric, who's your pick for the finals and who wins? Um, you know what? I the way Golden State is playing right now, I think man, I don't know. I, I like Golden State in the finals, and I'm gonna go with Boston. I just think Boston's talent and depth will win the day against Miami because of their Miami's injuries and just Eventually, the talent level and depth for Boston will overwhelm Miami. Um, Boston defends really well. They've got multiple guys who can score. But Golden State, this will be familiar territory for them. And they are playing so good right now. I have a hard time picking against the Warriors. Uh, It's the Warriors' uh, NBA Finals to lose at this point. Boston could make it interesting. But right now, I think it's all about Golden State. 435-339-0321 if you want to weigh in. Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong. If you've been enjoying this Boston and Miami series, let me know what stands out to you and why it's enjoyable, why I should continue to tune in. But uh, it's kind of surprising how many blowouts we've been seeing this deep into the playoffs where they should be good teams, competitive teams, but... Or is it just a mentality that if we're not in it at this point, we're just going to fold fold up the tent and uh, just get them on the next one? It's a seven-game series. Let's not go too crazy early on. I just think you're at great risk of uh, not being able to rekindle that competitiveness, and uh, you wait too long, and you're you're too late. Uh, also coming up next in the Full Court Press, um, some interesting stuff about hockey. We'll get to that. Uh, some club sports from Utah State doing very well. updates you on uh, where they're playing, who they're playing against as uh, they have competitions this week. So that's coming up. And some you know a, a, an interesting perspective looking at or trying to project teams from college football, how well they might do based on returning talent, how they did within recruiting, and who did they lose or who did they gain in the transfer portal. Uh, ESPN has put together an interesting list and a, a matrix to try to predict some of that. So how well did they do last year in predicting the season? And what do they have on tap for the Aggies this upcoming season? We'll pre- uh, preview that and reveal it coming up next on the Full Court Press. But first, just want to remind you about Valvoline Instant Oil Change. 695 North Main and Logan. They're quick. It's easy. You get in, you get out. Just like it's supposed to be, getting your car serviced. And, like, they recognize that people lead really busy lives these days. You go to work, you go from work to the kids' soccer practice to the baseball game to the dance recital, and you don't have time on the weekdays to go get your car taken care of. And sometimes Saturdays can be busier than any other day of the week because you're running around doing all that other stuff. So they've opened up and uh, made their services available on Sundays, so Seven days a week, you can go to a Valvoline Instant Oil Change and get your car taken care of. Valvoline Instant Oil Change, 695 North Main in Logan.
1: You've been putting up with a dirty, dusty wood stove for years. Why haven't you changed it? Go to Advanced Fireplace and Stove in Logan. Look through their showroom for ideas on quadrifier pellet and wood stoves and heat and glow gas fireplaces. They have several demos in place so you can see firsthand how your project will look. And you can trust the pros at Advanced Fireplace and Stove. They'll do the job right. Advanced Fireplace and Stove. 752-7272. Online at advancedfireplaceandstove.com avoid the
3: stress of renting a shampoo machine and cleaning that dirty upholstery yourself. This is dialed with ChemDry of Northern Utah. ChemDry's hot carbonated extraction process will make any piece of furniture in your home look close to brand new again. sofas love seats, recliners, or even car seats. ChemDry of Northern Utah is happy to clean your carpets, but don't forget about making sure everything in your home is the cleanest, healthiest environment for your family. ChemDry
1: of Northern Utah. ChemDry
3: of Northern Five seven five two six one hundred
0: O Old MacDarroll has a farm An appliance farm With down-home country prices And big city selection E-I-E-I-O When you're looking for a friendly spot To drive a little and save a lot Hey, Old MacDarroll has a farm An appliance farm appliance. No overhead, but lots of country charm See, Daryl's appliance Beautiful downtown Benson
1: Elements has delicious lunch specials, two for $30 or the new soup salad and bread special for just $10 is tasty and quick. Elements lunch menu is full of
2: scrumptious items prepared with a personal touch. Wood-fired pizzas are an excellent choice that include barbecue chicken and the bee's knees. The fresh-battered halibut fish and chips with seasoned fries is always a hit. And don't forget the fan-favorite Munster Burger, casual or professional. Open Monday through Thursday, 1130 to 8 p.m. and Friday and Saturday, 1130 to 9 p.m. Visit the Elements restaurant Com for reservations today.
1: Don't get caught without power after a windstorm or a major winter freeze. Golden Spike Electric offers Generac backup generators so you can be prepared and keep your home warm while avoiding frozen pipes. Golden Spike Electric is one of the largest Generac dealers around, so you know it'll be installed right. Whether you're a homeowner or an electrician, contact Golden Spike Electric to rest easy the next time the power goes out. Online at gsegenerators.com or call 435-257-3016. They also service other models.
3: This is Dave Simmons for Les Olson Company. Every great team knows that you have to train to stay on top of your game. Even top players continue to practice the fundamentals. That's why Les Olson Company offers free IT security awareness training so your business can stop threats before they become a problem. Learn what to do in case of a suspected phishing attack. Don't take risks. Take action with the Les Olson Security Suite.
1: Get your free network assessment at lesolson.com. You've probably heard of the four C's of diamonds. We at Needham Jewelers are now proud to introduce the fifth C, confidence in your jeweler. When you come into Needham's, you'll be served by our educated and helpful sales consultants who will guide you through a comfortable diamond buying experience. We grade our diamonds with the highest standards of ethics. We invite you to come experience what it feels like to shop a store where you can have confidence in your jeweler. Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7, where Utah gets engaged. Needham Jewelers, middle of the block at the sign of the clock.
0: The Aggies, Jazz, High Schools, even the Pee Wee's T-Ball team. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio. The Fan.
2: Welcome back to the Full Court Press. Eric Franson with you here on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, the 106.9 The Fan mobile app, and streaming online, 106.9thefan.com. Appreciate you tuning in, being along with us, covering a couple different topics here on the show today. Want to talk about club sports for Utah State. The uh, baseball team is off to the National Club Baseball Association World Series taking place this weekend in Greenwood, South Carolina, May 27th through June 2nd. And game one for Utah State, seated as the number three team in this tournament, will take on number six, Michigan. And that game will be May 27th, 10.30 a.m. local time. And if they win, they will face the winner of number two, Florida State, or number seven Nebraska, who will play a little bit later in the day. So Utah State actually they get the first game of the day. So they play in the morning, they get it out of the way, and uh, then they can see uh, what else is taking place and uh, to, to check their uh, who their opponent's going to be. So Utah State they won the Northern Pacific Region. Uh, they uh, they they sealed that up last last weekend. And so now they're headed to South Carolina in the Club Baseball World Series. That's exciting. But they're not the only team seeking a national championship. Utah State lacrosse. They're still alive. Um, they are in Pool A, uh, considered the, if I'm reading this correctly, the number 13 team. They're the 13 seed in the, uh, the college uh, men's ultimate Frisbee a championship, which is taking place this week. So they play also on Friday, the 27th. They face Texas, who's the 12th seed. Uh, that's also going to be at 1030 local time on Friday, the 27th. So hoping for the best on Friday for Utah State in the games they've got. So they also will play uh, Cal Poly, uh, S-L-O, and uh, that will be later in the day that day on Friday. That'll be at 2.30 local time. And then they play again on Saturday morning against Brown and then Saturday morning at 10.30 against William and Mary. So uh, it's, uh, that's what Pool A, that's some of their games that will be taking place. Set schedule and then from there we'll kind of see what happens uh, for the Aggies if they could continue on and and to continue to compete well uh, for the Ultimate Frisbee Club National Championship. So that's exciting. That's fun. So wish them all the best. And uh, I don't have in front of me ways to donate or to help these club teams. Uh, I know that they could really use donations and support from the community. There is some level of help that the institution provides, but really it's – it's not a lot compared to the other things they have to do. Um, so I know they appreciate that, but if there are other ways to help out and uh, you can find a way to support them or, or uh, support them as they uh, financially give them a little boost as they go on to compete at the national level, I know they would really appreciate that. So uh, baseball Friday against uh, Michigan, Friday morning that is, and uh, ultimate Frisbee, they've got four games that are set and so depending on how things go in pool play, we'll determine how things progress from there. But they are in pool A, and uh, we'll have four games, two on Friday, two on Saturday, and uh, we'll see where they go from there. So best of luck to those uh, men's, uh, lacros- or excuse me, men's uh, ultimate frisbee and to the USU club baseball team in action this weekend. All right, another quick timeout here in the Full Court Press. Uh, when we come back, I want to get into uh, these these projections for the college football season coming up and looking at what did they project for last season and you know how close did they get versus what reality was and then what are they projecting for this season again a couple of factors that they look at returning production on offense returning production on defense um, you know how many players how or Did you lose in the transfer portal? How many did you gain? Now that recruiting period is mostly done, spring football is all done. So mostly you can tell what a team's roster looks like at this point. There's still going to be a few additions here and there uh, in college football with some still in the transfer portal. But by and large, at this point, you know what your roster looks like. And so based on those projections – what do they say about Utah State and other teams in the Mountain West? And is it really does it really give you any an indicator of how that team's going to look or is it just trying to create content in the downtime in the off season? So we'll get into that. But first just want to remind you about our friends at Mountain West Motor. They had a great grand opening celebration this past weekend. Appreciate everybody who showed up and participated in the giveaways and the opportunities to learn more about what they do. But just remember that they've got uh, every truck and SUV on their lot is unique and it's been customized, so you'll be ready for your next adventure. You'll be equipped with the right gear, whether that's traction boards, rooftop tents, racks, outdoor jacks, a lot more than that. So go check them out. They're now open, 615 North Main in Logan, Mountain West Motor, Or you can check out their inventory online right now at mwmotor.com. Cash
3: Valley Ear, Nose and Throat, the Allergy Clinic and the Hearing Aid Center have now moved from the Cash Valley Hospital to their new office location, 2245 North 400 East in North Logan, just south of the Cash Valley Hospital. Doctors Benyon, Blotter and Robinette along with the entire staff welcome you to a brand new facility with more room and state-of-the-art equipment to help you and your family. Cash Valley Ear, Nose and Throat is now located in Providence and their new office at 2245 North 400 East in North Logan. Go to Cash ValleyENT.com for details. Most insurance products including SelectMed are accepted.
0: How many years has it been since you were married? One year? Ten years? Longer? This is Jarrett from Jarrett's Fine Jewelry. No matter how many years it's been, you always remember just how you felt. Show her you love her all over again with something special from Jarrett's. We can help you surprise her or bring her in and you can pick it out together. Maybe it's restyling the old ring or upgrading to a larger diamond that she just may have hinted about. No matter how many years it's been, let us help make it special on your anniversary. Jarrett's Fine Jewelry Make it special Make it Jarrett's
3: Your local radio stations are here for you. No subscriptions or monthly fees necessary. We're here to give you the news, weather, and traffic you need, and the music you love. But if the foreign-owned record labels get their way, it could stop the music. They want Congress to force radio stations to pay them more money simply to play their music. Don't let radio go silent. Text LOCAL to 52886 and tell Congress to protect local radio stations. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters.
1: Experts tell us that the three areas of balance for proper health are exercise, nutrition, and sleep. This is Ryan, owner of My Mattress, and while My Mattress Store can't really help with exercise and nutrition, we can help with better sleep. If a person started today to live a balanced life in health, exercise, and sleep, uh, three things might happen. One, we might throw away the bag of peanut M and Ms that we have stashed. Two, we might get up off the couch and exercise. And three, we'd come buy a new mattress here at My Mattress. Summer is just around the corner. Don't crank up your A.C. unit before getting it serviced. Advanced Heating and Air Conditioning is the team you should call for quality on-time service. If your system needs replaced, think York. York has the best warranties in the business with affordable financing options. Call Advanced Heating and Air Conditioning at 752-7272 or stop by their showroom west of DI online at advancedheating-ac.com. Not
4: comfortable until you are Advanced Heating and Air.
0: The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan.
2: Welcome back to the Full Court Press. 435-339-0321 if you want to chime in on our Guild Mortgage text line. Okay, so yeah, we're 100 days or less than 100 days to the start of the college football season. And that's exciting. We're getting closer every day is always a good thing in my mind. Um, And we'll do some things here on the show to kind of preview the Aggies in some different ways to get ready for the football season before everybody starts to arrive on campus. Um, but one of the things that's uh, that's put out there is uh, some guys at ESPN put together what they call the SP Plus rankings and their projections. Now last year I tried to go through and find what they had last year, and thing is it it was regularly updated. So the last one that they put out and publish was like early mid August, and so not quite to the same level as I'm looking at today for this year's projections, which were just updated. Um, Just recently. Um, But still, I mean, there's some things that might change in the summer. Player gets hurt. Player comes back from injury. A late transfer portal addition or subtraction. But by and large, it's pretty much going to be the same. Not a lot of variance from what may be released in May versus what comes out uh, before fall camp begins. But anyway, last year, uh, just for some reference... They had Utah, the Utes, at number 21. And so they had a strong rating with the uh, returning talent and production on offense and, uh, and a solid representation on defense, one of the higher rating uh, teams, higher rated teams on, on defense. but generally their overall rating put them at number 21. And not too bad. I mean, Utah finished 10 and four on the year and finished number 12 in the final AP poll. Yeah, pretty close. BYU, uh, another team that was projected to do well, they had them at number thirty-one. They ended up going ten and three and ranked nineteenth at the end of the year. So, okay, not not too bad. I'd still say that's pretty close. From saying they're the number thirty-one team, and they ended up finished nineteenth. That's not too far off. But probably one of the biggest <laughs> discrepancies and misses was for the Utah State Aggies. And I know there were a lot of us who felt the Aggies would do okay, that they'd have a good year. I predicted that they would be a bowl team, but just barely. And I'm happy to admit that I was off by several games. But uh, they had the Aggies at 114 last year. And as we know, Utah State won 11 games. They went 11-3 and and ranked 24 in the uh, final AP poll. So what does this year look like? Uh, looking at this year's SP Plus projections for 2022. Again, what's the returning production? What is recent recruiting looking like? And what has your recent history told us? And uh, Utah, number 12. They've got the Utes up there pretty high. BYU at number 25. And so what do we look at for the Mountain West? The highest rated team from the Mountain West, Fresno State at 37. Now, this is a team that received votes last year. Had a good year and received votes in the final poll. Boise State uh, at 43. Air Force at 64. San Diego State 68. Keep going down the list. We haven't seen Utah State yet. San Jose at 83. Colorado State at 87. And Utah State at 92. What? Are you not paying attention? Yes, Utah State lost some key guys on offense, but there's a lot of key guys that are back. They lost some key guys on defense, sure, but there's a lot of key guys that are back on defense with new additions on both sides. The other thing, too, look, Utah State retained its head coach. Utah State retained its offensive coordinator. Utah State retained its defensive coordinator. Utah State still has its starting quarterback, Utah State still has its starting running back. There's a lot going for Utah State to have another really good year. And to say they're 92? This, I mean, it illustrates just how flawed this little matrix is that they try to put together here. To suggest that the Aggies are going to be 92nd out of 130 131 teams is, is laughable and they generally i mean generally not looking favorably on the mountain west uh Wyoming at 104, UNLV 110, Nevada 117, Hawaii 121, New Mexico 124 not not great not great now looking at returning production specifically uh BYU has 85% of their returning production. Utah State, they say, has 49%. And that's one of the big reasons why they're lower on the list. And we look at a list of returning production and rank that one to 131. The Aggies come in at 119. And then Wyoming at 129. Hawaii, 130. Nevada, 131. So, the very bottom of the list is full of Mountain West schools. Fresno State, the school with the most returning production in the Mountain West, was 78%, putting him at number 16 overall. UNLV at 18 was 76%. And Okay, so this is the thing. like UNLV scores well on that, but are they going to be a great football team? You can have a lot of production coming back, but if that production was bad or below average, what, should we... Why are we scoring that very high? I just don't get I don't get why that is giving such a, a, a poor ranking for the Utah State Aggies. 9315 ESPN must have something with USU they don't like because this is stupid. <laughs> it is. It is. That's dumb. I mean, come on. There's clearly a culture change that's happening compared to what was taking place the you know previous few years there and there was talent before they just needed to be directed and Blake Anderson and his staff knew how to funnel that funnel that in the proper way and will this year's team be as good as last year's team i don't know i don't know that yet i have to see how things look in the fall but this, is, this will be a competitive football team. This will be a team that will compete for the Mountain Division in its final year of existence. U, this Utah State team with the, its returning talent and experience will be a good football team. Not just bowl eligible, they will be a good football team. All right, coming up next here in the Full Court Press, stat that blew my mind, player of the week, got some hockey I want to sprinkle in here. We'll get to that. Uh, we'll also some NBA stuff that uh, which which one is which from the player or the stat. But love to get your nominations as well. Four three five three three nine zero three two one. If you want to chime in and join the conversation on our Guild Mortgage text line. Get travel ready and take advantage
3: of big savings at Discount Tire and Automotive's week-long Memorial Day sale. Fuel-saving coupons such as discounted oil changes and AC recharges are available now at webtires.net. Need tires? Get a $70 Visa reward card with the purchase of four select BF Goodrich or Michelin tires. Times are tough, but with their no-credit check financing, a layaway program, and six months no-interest financing, you can get the services you need with a price you can afford. That's only at Discount Tire and Automotive in Logan, Providence, and Smithfield. See store for details. Hi, this is Rusty Allen with LSS Insurance. Looking forward to turning 65? But the mail and the phone calls can drive you crazy. We can help. If you're considering working until full retirement age, let us compare your employer coverage to Medicare. You have choices. We will provide you with the information and assistance you need. Call 752-9493. Having a local agent makes all the difference and there's no cost to you. Call 752-9493 or visit us at lssins.com.
4: Hi, I'm Jay Broadbent with Alpine Home Medical. I'd like to invite you to learn more about us. Since 1997, we've been Utah's premier one-stop shop for home medical equipment. What sets us apart at Alpine Home Medical is the superior level of customer service. We provide home oxygen, CPAPs, wheelchairs, scooters, breast pumps, and so much more. Come on down and get to know us. Alpine Home
1: Are you a do-it-yourselfer?
4: Have you been looking at that boring blah wall in your home for far too long? You need to check out the Speedy Mason Thin Brick System at Castellite in Logan. It's a simple system that anybody can do to make a blah wall into a beautiful focal point. Refresh your home with some very affordable options at Castellite for brick, block, rock, paver, and tile. Go where the pros go, online at
0: castellite.com. This is Nate Lampson with Valley Office Systems, your home team when local matters. Valley Office Systems is your local provider for all things office, copiers, printers, furniture, and document management, proudly serving Cash Valley since 2007. Visit valleyofficesystems.com. The Aggies, the Jazz, the High Schools, the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Let's take a look at the numbers. It's the stat that blew our minds. He did what? On the full court press. Wow,
4: that blew my mind.
2: All right. We'll get into that. The stat that blew my mind. As I mentioned, we're going to have some NHL flavor. Uh, There have been seven hat tricks so far in these NHL playoffs. The last time the NHL had that many in the playoffs was 1993 when they had 10. Who can tell me the origin of the term hat trick? (laughs) Down one of those rabbit holes today. Uh, First appeared in 1858 during a cricket match. Uh, It was used the first time in print in 1865 and in hockey first got used in the 50s and there's some legends conflicting legends about who started it but various hat makers offered a free hat to a player who scored a hat trick and now famously in hockey if somebody does a hat trick everybody throws their hat onto the ice i had i have way more (laughs) information on hat tricks that we don't need to get into but as a bonus stat that blew my mind in regards to hockey, the Tampa Bay Lightning. They have won 10 straight playoff series, a feat that's only accomplished three other times in the NHL. The Islanders did it from 80 to 84, 19 straight for them. The Canadiens have done it twice. They won 13 straight in 76 to 80, and then 10 straight from 56 to 60. But here's the thing about Tampa and how they're doing it. Goals allowed in series clinching wins. Going from the oldest to the newest, four, two, one, zero, 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 one, zero. That's incredible defense over the last nine of those ten, especially pretty incredible. All right, player of the week for me is uh, I- I'm gonna go with Jason Tatum, uh, and when when he's on. And that, that makes a big difference for his team. Celtics are 5-0 and following a loss in this postseason, and it's largely because of the play of Jason Tatum. Uh, he's averaging 32.5 points following a loss. And in addition to that, he has scored 20 or more points in the first half in three of four games in this series. So over the last 25 years, there's only a few other players that have had 20-point First halves in a single conference finals. That's LeBron James um, and James Harden, in addition to Jason Tatum. Pretty impressive, rarefied air. Uh, 9310 asks Where do the hats on the ice go after they clear them? Ball cap can cost $45. I'm not just throwing it on the ice. That's a really good question. Now, there's uh, certain events where you can throw a teddy bear on the ice or a stuffed animal, and those get all swept up and taken to charity. But what happens when there's a hat trick and everybody throws their hat? Where do those hats end up? Is there like some clearing area you can go down and uh, get your hat back? Do they donate those to, to uh, local charities? That's a good question. I don't know. So for, for our hockey aficionados, if you know the answer to that, uh, I'd love to hear that. I'd love to know. Uh, and unfortunately, I I just remembered I was supposed to look up some information about how many times in the conference finals has there been a sweep. Sorry, uh, didn't, I didn't get to that. I'll have to do some research on that and be part of our show tomorrow. Uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I was double-checking a few other things on this whole college football uh, predictions for this upcoming year. I mean, it is interesting when you look at returning talent or or returning production. I want to make sure there's a difference there. And I understand the allure of looking at that. But if you had a team that didn't produce, but a lot of them were back, it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to have a better year. Yes, you're going to have more experience, and that means something. But I don't know. Like like Connecticut, UConn, the Aggies play them on August 27th. 65% of their production is returning. They're ranked 64th. But Utah State is ranked 119. Don't sleep on the Aggies. They're going to be a good football team. I'm really excited for this team and what they're going to be able to do. And we'll do, uh, do some things to highlight who is coming back and who those newcomers are. NBA Western Conference Finals, Game 4, coming up tonight at 7 o'clock. Does the Golden State Warriors take care of business, or does Dallas extend it? I'm Dan
4: Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. It's no secret name, image, and likeness has taken over college football. Bryce Young, Alabama quarterback, made more money in NIL than Jalen Hurts, former Alabama quarterback, made us the starting quarterback for the Eagles. But after next year's recruiting class, those numbers could soon seem unimpressive. Number one overall recruit Arch Manning has begun to narrow down his list of schools. He's looking at Texas, Alabama, and Georgia. And if we learn anything about NIL so far, those schools are not afraid to shell out some cash. I've been told the going price for a five-star quarterback is around $1 million. Rumors one recruit even requesting up to $8 million. That's the case, buckle up, because the schools that Manning has expressed interest in have deep pockets and competitive boosters. And with those alumni all competing for the same players, it may be only a matter of time until we see a market-breaking deal for one of the most coveted recruits in recent memory. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise.